0: It's the most wonderful time of the year. It's time where we get to talk about meh messaging. Trust me, my friends, there is a lot of meh messaging out there. I often joke with my clients that I read sales pages and websites and look at marketing so they don't have to. Because of my other podcast duped and the work I do with my clients, I do tend to pay attention to a lot of marketing and a lot of copy on websites. What I see makes my eyes uh, blurry and my brain ooze out of my head. Because all of these websites, all of these business owners who, in some cases, are doing work that is radically different from what other people are doing in their industry, but they're using messages that all sound the same. And there's a problem with meh messaging in the industry. So before we dive in, I just wanted to mention why I call it meh messaging. And that's because the messaging isn't bad per se, it's just not going to do much of anything to get your audience to act. People aren't going to see themselves in meh messaging. It's forgettable. And we don't want to be forgettable. It's the type of message that it's just easy to walk away from, to click out of, like to completely ignore, to scroll, like scroll very fast away from it. In a word, the message is just meh. It's really not doing much for their business. And before I dive into the top meh messages of this past year, I just want to give you a warning that you may see yourself in this episode, you may be hearing me talk about a message that is on your website right now or in your bio on LinkedIn or Instagram that you're like, oh, I use that. And that's okay because this is your rallying cry to do better in 2022 so your business stands out and is set up for success. Let's do this. to the Rebel Uprising podcast. This podcast is dedicated to helping passionate business owners become recognized leaders who make more money and impact the world by turning their messy, complicated ideas into thriving thought leadership businesses. I'm your host, Dr. Michelle Mazer, and I'll be your no BS guide in the art of building a business that gets noticed. Each week, I share strategies, tools, and insights on how to turn your complicated ideas into great messaging and solid business structures. Are you ready to create an uprising in your industry? Let's do this. So before I start telling you about the messages that I'm seeing, I want to tell you about a couple of trends that I'm observing in online business right now. The first trend I'm seeing is more and more people are bringing their business online, which is amazing. It's a great opportunity because for those of us who service online business, that means there are more people who will need our expertise and what we uniquely bring. And there's also a downside to it it means that the marketplace is becoming more and more competitive. The internet is getting noisier and noisier, and we have less and less time to really capture someone's attention. And that's why eradicating messaging from your own marketing and copy is so pivotal right now, because there is more opportunity more competition. So you have to be asking yourself, how can I differentiate myself? How can I stand out? How can I get noticed? And the place to start is by eliminating some of this meh messaging. So unlike last year's episode about the messages that need to drown in the sea of sameness, I am categorizing these. (laughs) And you will see many returning favorites from that 2020 episode. But the first one, the first category is an oldie but a goodie. And that's Make more money messaging. Oh my gosh, if I was going to do a research project, my hypothesis would be that this is the number one type of messaging for online business, and it's all so boring. I'm talking about messages around your six-figure, your seven-figure, and now your eight-figure business. Like, what the hell is that all about? The scale your business messages, the grow your business, the make more money, make money in your sleep messages. <sighs> and we talked a lot on this past season of Duped about income claim marketing. So we'll hook that up for you in the show notes if you want a deep dive into the high ticket hustle and income claims everywhere. But here's the deal. A, there might be an FTC problem. I am not a lawyer. I'm just saying that the Federal Trade Commission is starting to crack down on some of these money claims. So just be aware of that. <laughs> And also, more relevant to this episode is it makes you sound like everybody else. If everybody is promising six figures or seven figures, make a million dollars, be an eight figure CEO, like who cares? Like, who really cares? Everybody's promising the exact same thing. And here's the deal they can't actually deliver on those promises. So, in money messaging, you can still do it. You have to be more creative and specific around it. Like, what does that money actually do for people? Why do they want? Like, why do you want to be a seven figure entrepreneur? What's the reasoning behind that? Because I'm seeing a lot of evidence out there that just because they're seven figures doesn't mean they're paying themselves exponentially more than you're currently making. Let that one sink in. All right. The second group of messages. I feel like these first three are just kind of a trio of messaging. It's more impact. Oh, impact. I'm a big fan of the word impact. I have used it in the past. It's probably still on my website. Nobody knows what that actually means. I hear things like amplify your impact, make a bigger difference with your work, create a big change, more impact, more impact, more impact. Can we be just a tiny more specific about the impact we're trying to make or the impact our clients are trying to achieve? I feel like there's more nuance here and make impact is just a shorthand that could mean anything to anyone. Is making an impact being on 20 podcast interviews so more people hear your message? See how much more specific that is, right? And that just came off the top of my head. But what does that actually mean? And the third category of message is the without message. And I'm just going to give a huge shout out to Maggie Patterson at Small Business Boss, because this is one that she we were talking about on the season finale of Duped, which is all about critical thinking. We'll hook that one up in the show notes too, because it's an excellent episode. But we see all these messages and brand promises with the word without in it. And I know this is a copywriting technique, but we hear without burnout, without ads, without a big audience, without launches, without webinars, without hustle, without, 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 right? Lots of without. And as Maggie pointed out, it's not actually showing us what we're doing instead. So if you are going to launch your course without, a big audience and knowing that courses convert at 1 to 3%, who the heck are you launching this to? Like what are you actually doing to get that course out there? And the online space we're not they're not doing a good job of describing what the alternative is. So if it's without something, what are you actually doing? What is it actually for? <sighs> Category number 4. The love message. Build a business you'll love. Create a life you'll love. Love your relationship. Love your business. Body, love your health, create a launch, you'll love. And I know the Beatles said, all you need is love, but what does this even mean? So I always think about this in a context of business because I very much view a business as an entity that exists outside of you. So there is me, Michelle Maser, and there is my business, which is communication rubble. And that is a living, breathing entity outside of me. And you know what? I don't love my business. We have a very amicable relationship. We work really well together. But why do we need to love it? Why is that the prerequisite? And what does it even mean to love your business? Can someone please inform me about that. Because if you can tell me what that actually looks like, guess what? You're going to be more specific. And it's the same with all the other love messaging, right? Like love your body. What does that mean? Does it mean I need to change my body, buy into diet culture? Or are you talking about like radically accepting who I am? Specificity, if you haven't gotten the theme of this show, is going to save you from this type of meh. Messaging. Oh boy. And this next one. This made last year's show as well. <laughs> and I still put it as a standalone because I hear it all the time. And that is take it to the next level. Like, oh, what is that? next level. Take your business to the next level. Next level your life. Level level up your business. Is this a freaking video game? Am I playing Super Mario Brothers and I'm saving the princess so I can level up? Like, What does this mean? (laughs) I feel like what people are hinting at with this next level messaging, it's supposed to be about some result, but they're not specific about the result. So my business isn't an elevator. I don't want to go to the next floor or the next level. And my life is not an elevator either. So can you describe what result you're getting your clients? Like, What is the promise behind this next level? What are you actually doing for them? What does that next level look like? Like. But next level is just, ugh, I almost feel like it's the pinnacle of meh messaging because it's just so vague. And to me, it signals that the person running the business isn't really clear about where they're. T- taking their clients and customers. And that's your job. Your job is to get radically clear on where you're taking your clients and customers and then create a message that conveys that. Okay. Number six is just one big old category, and that is coach speak. Coaches, I love you. You are some of my favorite people to work with because you're kind and compassionate and you really care about helping people. But the way that coaches talk about their work sometimes is just doesn't make any sense to a person who is not a coach. This year, I've seen the word embodied thrown around so much, like empower embodied decisions in your life. And like, uh, I don't know what it means to make an embodied decision. Like it sounds cool, but what what is that? <laughs> like what is that really? And then there's always the ones like living your best life or being stuck or talking around limiting beliefs and playing small. And all of those are coach speak. It's also vague and not specific. And I know how difficult it is to take something that is intangible and make it tangible. But oh my gosh, I've worked with enough coaches that I know that this can be done. But you have to leave the words around being stuck and embodied and empowering and all of that stuff. How can you make that more memorable, more concrete to the people who are like using your services, who are getting results? All right, we have reached number seven. This is the final category that I have. And this is kind of a personal pet peeve. So, I'm just going to admit that. But it's magnetic anything. Magnetic messaging. So, I have a side rant about this because as a person who does messaging, do not trust messaging people who are promising you a magnetic message, because that's what messaging people who don't know how to message say. And side note is that this idea of magnetic messaging actually comes from pickup artists. There's like a whole series of books, if you Google magnetic message, about using text messaging to pick up women and get them to sleep with you. This phrase does not have a great History. So, no magnetic messaging. Just no. Like, if you're a messaging coach and you're using that, you need to do better with your own messaging because I've seen that so many times this year. Like, create your magnetic message. No, 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 no. Create your own way of talking about how you do messaging. But that's not all. You can see I'm very ranty about this one. There's magnetic client attraction. You know, you want to attract clients like you're a magnet, okay? Or magnetic money mindset. And As Jesse Pinkman on Breaking Bad once said, magnets, bitches. (laughs) I don't know what the obsession is with magnets and magnetizing everything in this industry. I don't even understand what people are really trying to say. Are they talking about attraction? Are they talking about drawing people towards you and they don't have any choice but to smack into you like a magnet smacks into the refrigerator? Like I just... I don't get it. And I wish it would just stop. If you're going to use magnets or magnetic, please tell us what that is. And by doing that, you're going to create a better message. All right. So, this was quite the episode. Some would say this is quite the epic rant. Maybe you saw yourself in some of this meh messaging. And what I want you to do is see that as an opportunity. Because if you have been struggling in your business, maybe just struggling to get clients organically, you're just relying too much on referrals, you're getting ignored, passed over, overlooked for opportunities to share your expertise, it might be because your message is relying on these cliches and tropes. Because if people can't distinguish how you're different, you are just going to be passed over for the people who have the bigger following, the bigger email lists, the popular people, because the popular people are widely known and accessible already. And we, you and I, don't have that advantage, but we do have the advantage of using our words to claim our difference. And I truly believe that your message, the words you use to describe the incredible work you're doing, that is the only remaining way to stand out in your business. So now that we're heading into Christmas, where should you start with this? Number one, start with the book you already have the book, excellent. Take it out over Christmas and do the exercises. Even if you've done the exercises before, revisit them, especially chapter four, where we talk about the questions that lead to a rebellion. Those questions you can revisit like every quarter and get new, fresh perspectives into your work. That's what I do with my own work, and it's helped me refine my own messaging over time. And if you don't have the book, go grab it. You can get it on Amazon. You can go to 3 W R book, and that will direct you right to Amazon. But it's also in places like bookshop.org, so support your indie (laughs) bookstores, and Barnes & Noble and Book Depository. And if you have the book, have you done the exercises? And you got to chapter five and you're like, this chapter on how to analyze for my three-word rebellion is kicking my ass. And I can't move forward to find that unique message, my fingerprint on this industry, then is a time for you and I to work together. Because unearthing your three-word rebellion and then creating a system of specific messaging that talks to your right fit client and expresses your expertise in a unique way, that is totally my jam. So let's talk in the new year. But what you can do right now is go to 3wrcall.com that's the number three, wrcall.com, and apply for a free consultation. All right, I will see you in the new year, my rebel friends. Have a fantastic Christmas, holiday, new year. May you take time to relax drink some eggnog, watch a few Christmas movies. There's a couple of Bruce Campbell movies that I am particularly excited about. Who knew that <laughs> B movie star Bruce Campbell is doing Christmas movies, but he is and I am here for it. All right. Happy New Year. Talk to you soon. Thank you for listening all the way to the end of the show. Your support means the world to me. Did you know the Rebel Uprising podcast has a quiz that can help you pinpoint the number one way to build an audience of super fans while staying true to your unique personality? We do, and it's called What's Your Rebel Roadmap to Exponential Impact and Influence. And you can take it at therebelquiz.com. If you're loving the podcast, do us a favor. Rate and leave us a quick five-star review wherever you listen to your podcasts. It helps more people like you find the show. Until next week, remember, your ideas matter. And now get back out there and cause an uprising in your industry. You got this.